Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hi, everyone. It's Amanda Rieger-Green. Welcome to Soul Sessions. Today, I've got a listener who has graciously and vulnerably and courageously agreed to do a live reading, some Q&A, to be intimate and vulnerable, and also to be open to guidance and solutions. So welcome, Katerina. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. I'm thrilled to connect with you, and I'm ready to dive in because we've got some juicy stuff coming through that I think is going to, I don't think, I know, they're showing me very quickly. They're saying, stop talking, Amanda. We want to talk. Your soul wants to talk. I said, okay, okay. One of the things that they are showing me about you is that you are a beautiful communicator. Communication is one of your greatest gifts in this lifetime, and not only the words that you speak to other people and how you interact in uh, day-to-day personal experience and dialogue, but also the voice in your head. And this is a time of getting very clear with the voice in your head, the limiting dialogue and the expansive dialogue alike, and not discounting any of it, really recognizing where you are feeling pushback and resistance. And when they say pushback and resistance, a lot of it means this sense of going out against the current versus turning around and swimming with the current. So finding places where you feel relaxed and you can also feel relaxed in the tension in your mind. And one of the things you shared a handful of things, and I'm going to share that with our listeners right now. You lost a job a few years ago. You were diagnosed with breast cancer you have had a massive struggle in finding a new professional position. You also, you self-proclaimed, said you're middle age. I know you are in your 50s, but girl, I think of J-Lo and Jennifer Aniston, and I think, hey, look at those women in their Gwyneth Paltrow. You know, those just people pop to mind. And I'm like, their 50s to me look like they're 
early 40s, living their best life, and your soul is saying, hello, throw out the middle-aged and recognize you have this opportunity now to speak with truth, to use that beautiful voice of yours, because you have it, and really dynamically transform not only the way, the way that you communicate in the world, but the way you communicate to yourself. And it takes a little work, it takes diligence, and it takes patience and trust. And you're in a year that is bold. It's dynamic. It's also a year of spiritual revitalization, seeking and searching. We'll talk about work in a second, but I actually want to talk about your breast cancer first. How are you doing health-wise? Because they're showing me you've had success. And I don't know if you're in remission, but that's what they're showing me, that your body is well, you've responded well to treatment, and you're in a maintenance phase. Is that true? That's exactly right. That's exactly what's happening right now. And and I'm so grateful for that. Gosh, I am too. And, and and I don't know if you know this, but I just lost my mother to from metastatic breast cancer. She had breast cancer when I was a teenager and had no repercussions. And then it metastasized to her bones a handful of years ago. So breast cancer runs in my family and it's a very, uh, it's very close to me personally. I've lost people, but I've also seen people win and I am amazed by science and medicine, but I'm also, what I know is the power of the mind. And not only is your body strong and well, your mind says, all right, get on board. Look at the miracles that have happened in your body and being appreciative of your doctors. They're talking to me about your physician team, the care teams you've had, the people that have shown up in your life to take care of you. You've developed some safety and trust and healthy relationships in those people along the way. Is that resonating? A hundred percent. I would not be where I am today without my care team. I've worked closely with them for the past two years and I needed them. And you know what? It makes me want to cry because I, for me, that's very personal with my mom, but they're showing me that. And like, and, and it's also, I know my mom's spirit is here because she's like, she's winning. She's winning. She has people loving and caring for her. And those are the kind of things right now for you. Like you're a miracle. You have this, not just second chance. You have this chance right now, not only to be healthy and well and recreate parts of your life. Like you're at a jumping off point. You're not going down, girl. Like you're, this is, this is rich, juicy space. But those people, you know, the moments when you're struggling and stressed and can't find your clarity. And one of the things that I love that you ask in your questions, you said, I just feel clueless in life. You, my friend, are anything but clueless. You can feel that way. And I feel that way. Uh, And for you, where you feel clueless is emotionally. Because your mind is adept, you are intelligent, you're precise, you are a very fast thinker. I mean, your brain is usually going and going. Being able, it's the emotional emotional overwhelm sometimes for you that clouds things, that creates the cluelessness. And you're not clueless. And then I think of the movie Clueless, you know, and I think about how funny that movie was and silly, but how wise she was. Do you remember watching Clueless? Have you ever, you know? I don't think I okay. watched it. Okay, you got to watch Clueless. It's a it has um, uh, Alicia Silverstone in it. It's from the early '90s, and she's a total she's a Beverly Hills girl, total ditz, but she's wise and she's always moving from the heart. I want you to watch it. That's your homework. And okay. what I love about this is when when our souls show up, our souls show up with tools that are sometimes just almost seemingly so silly and mundane, but they're so rich in wisdom. And in that movie, and gosh, I haven't watched Clueless in a long time. In that movie, she may be ditzy and superficial in ways, but all of her interactions are about meaning and making things better and giving back and friendship. And now I'm going to have to watch it. But 
Okay, part of your homework is to watch Clueless, laugh your behind off, but also remember that you're not clueless. And clueless is a great place to start because the fact that you can say, I feel that way, I feel clueless in life, I know people relate to that. I relate to that. That you may be clueless, you may be a little powerless over not having the job and the financial security and the stability and the direction you want right now, but you're not helpless. And, and I get that, and I'm taking that from one of my spiritual guides and counselors, and that's what she says. Powerless always, always, helpless never. Meaning, I can do something about this, and your something right now is in your voice and your perspective and your ability to start to say, okay, right now I'm healthy and well. I've had a care team that supported me. Let me think about work. Tell, what did you when, you, when you got let go from your job, a few years ago, what were you doing? What what has your profession been? Because one of the things they show me about you is you get bored easily. You are a master of many things. Sometimes it can feel scattered. Your energy can feel scattered, but you know how to do a lot of things well. And that can be confusing, by the way, because it's like, what? but I'm not just one person. And, and hold on, your soul is talking so darn fast. But let me tell you what they're relating back to me. I heard an interview with Lenny Kravitz a while back, maybe in Rolling Stone, and he said, you know, when I was 12 years old, I knew I wanted to be a musician when I grew up. I knew that I was going to be a musician, and he said, so I don't always understand when people say they don't know who they are or what they want to be. And I I thought, gosh, that's really interesting because I feel like my personality, my skill sets, they continue to morph and shift and change. And I'm not just or I'm not one thing. And I love that he's one thing because he's an amazing musician and a pretty incredible artist and soul. But that is not my story. I am a multitude of things. You are very multifaceted as well in your talents, your gifts, and your abilities. You're proficient, you learn fast, and you you have lots of skill sets. Is this resonating? Yeah. 100%. It's confusing too, right? That like you know how to do lots of things well, but you can't figure out, well, who am I professionally? (laughs) Or where do I belong professionally? Or where do I belong? So tell me, what were you, back to the question, I ask. So I, I, and I still consider myself to be a journalist. I'm a news reporter and I loved it. And you're right. I juggled a hundred things all at once, all at the same time. And that's why I'm, I don't want to say scatterbrained, but I'm a little bit like, you're absolutely right. I get bored easily because I love being in the thick of very multiple things happening all at the same time. A journalist makes so much sense to me because back to communication being your greatest asset in this lifetime, and we all are learning to communicate. It's all an asset for each of us, but it's a gift. It's a God-given gift, your ability to assimilate information rapidly, share it, communicate it fast, quick, logically. I mean, that's what you do. So the investigative journalism, the journalism, the reporter aspect of you is not lost. It is It is evolving. So think of it that way. And, and let me just give you some homework in that and an easy tool and trick. When you go to bed at night, and I share this all the time because it's what I've used for a long time in my prayers, when I settle down, when I begin to shut my brain off and relax into my body, saying, hey, soul, higher self, you know, I recognize I'm here to communicate. And I'm here to also feel inspired through my communication because that's what's lacking in you right now is inspiration. It's not that you're not motivated, not that you haven't been hitting the pavement. No, I am here to inspire and feel inspired, to inspire and receive information. Show me that I'm ready and help me to make it lucrative 
again, in a new way that makes sense to me, that aligns with me today and now and my voice now. And you know what's interesting? Let's go back to the breast cancer a minute and you being a journalist and us talking about caregivers and care teams and physicians and treatments and all of all of the medical procedures and team that goes with that. There's a part of you that is wanting to summon your humanitarian, meaning your mission and your purpose and making a difference, making an impact, leaving the place better than when you came. Why don't you talk talk to something that is clear to your heart around your ability to look at healthcare or look at breast cancer or use your voice or work in cancer or oncology or medical writing and not not solely reporting facts around medical trends or research, but talking to patients, talking to caregivers, talking to physicians, maybe working for a medical journal or, and I don't necessarily mean the scientific aspect of that. I almost mean working in the world of nonprofit in terms of being a publicist or a communicator or a a marketer, a business development person for nonprofits in the healthcare arena. And this is what they're showing me very clearly is, if you were to do some to broaden your net in terms of donor relations, uh, and here, here's how the way they show it to me. They just link things that I know. One of my sisters, that's a lot of what she does. She helps nonprofits. She helps companies and organizations with their foundations raise money and make sure that money is appropriately allocated to uh, whatever cause they are supporting. And she knows the ins and outs of that. So she works with a lot of donor relations, big time fundraising and how that's allocated, those kinds of things. They're showing me you doing something donor related with nonprofits where people are raising and allocating money, but you're communicating around, here's where the money is going to, here's how much money we raised, and these are the lives it's impacting, here's the personal stories, here are the differences it's made. Is this, like, like because they say, they're like, there is, there is work, there's opportunity for you in this. And I'm not saying that this is where your sole source of money is just going to start coming through, but I think there's some voice or advocacy for you where you could even freelance or get an actual position within a nonprofit around press releases, donor relations, linking personal stories, helping create videos or marketing materials or campaigns that helps with fundraising. Is this resonating? It is. I love this for you because I think it's important. And it's what the story they're telling me is this. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. story they're telling me is this, which goes back to my mom, which this makes me happy to talk to you because my mother keeps coming through and she doesn't come through in sessions very often. <laughs> so my my half-sister, the one that I'm talking about, she, she had done a lot of fundraising for a couple of grants around a cancer drug. And unbeknownst to my mom, my mom ended up having one of those cancer medications and it was one of those ridiculously expensive ones, you know, like 20,000 a month or something crazy. And her insurance wouldn't cover all of it. The oncology team had her apply for a grant and she was able to get it covered. Well, a couple of years down the road, my sister and my mom are talking and she says, and my sister says, oh my gosh, that's the grant that I helped raise the X amount of million dollars for you know, oh my goodness, and you're getting it. You're benefiting from the grant. Here's it was personal, but it clicked and it it was it was brilliant. And there there's that's what they're showing me is you being able to tell people's stories, but it related to raising money, fundraising around some kind of medical care or giving back. And it can be another cause. It doesn't have to be in healthcare. It can be something else that you're passionate about or a nonprofit. Do you know anybody in the nonprofit fundraising world? I do. 
Okay. I think I'll reach yes, out to them. Actually, I do. Okay. Okay. Reach out to them. And this is also, this is what I want you to do because you've had the rejection as of recent, you know, like looking for a job, things not clicking as best you can let go of the expectations. Meaning I want you to make connections like you're firing arrows out into the sky. Like I'm going to reach out. I'm going to, I'm going to connect with this person. I'm going to shoot them an email. I want to see if they want to have coffee. I want to pick their brain. If they respond to you, amazing. If they don't, it, they wasn't meant to. It's just about you generating the positive potential and the momentum around it. When somebody does respond and says, I have time for a phone call, or sure, you can pick my brain, or have you thought about this, and you have that dialogue, even if some of those pathways that you have as opportunities to explore do not play out, continue to be to enjoy the momentum of seeking and searching, and more will be revealed. Because they are showing me a position I actually, I feel like you're going to find a position. <sighs> part of me wants to say September and another part of me wants to say December. So it may be multiple positions, multiple opportunities. It's kind of like when you get a job, you can find another one easier. <laughs> you know, we all know that it's like it's easier to find a job when you have a job, that, that sort of thing. But that's what they're showing me is something clicks in September where there's money and it starts coming in and it may not be the exact job you want or exactly what you were you thought you were looking for, but it's something and it creates some traction and then it opens new doors because you have the gift of networking. You're a great networker and I know that's why you feel one of the reasons you also feel a bit helpless right now and frustrated and aggravated because it's like, I'm so good at connecting. Usually I connect and it's lucrative. And now all of a sudden I've had this, you know, three-ish year setback. It's time to say, all right, like ready for new outlook and attitudes because you do have connections, clicks, things coming that are going to create financial traction, going to create a new sense of stability where you feel rooted you feel where you're supposed, like you're where you're supposed to be? Yes? Yes. Oh my gosh. You have good things coming. Like in it, but it, so much of it is in relation to you revitalizing your soul, finding where you have, sure, you can say gratitude, but feeling a sense of appreciation for where people have supported you, where you found enriching dialogue and connection, where you felt seen, not just where you inspire or encourage people, where you felt inspired or encouraged or seen or supported, because so much of your energy field is around reciprocity, not just inspiring, encouraging, doing. It's about feeling and experiencing a sense of fulfillment from the inside out. And that's what this time is about. What specific questions do you have work-related or, or with what whatever is coming up? So I have an informal, a formal but informal interview on Monday. Amazing, amazing. reaching out to you and today, yes. okay? Yes. And I am over the moon excited about this. I'm excited uh, for you. Okay, let's see about the energy of it. So it's on Monday? It's on Monday. Feel good about it. And here's here's what they're showing me. The informal interview and connection that you have, go and have fun. 
drop all the fear of the rejection or they were going to look at my age or, you know, all the things that even though we know, you know, from an HR perspective is illegal and whatnot, but still it doesn't matter. You have those feelings and thoughts in your mind because you're human. So see if you can, I want you between now and next week, every night when you go to bed, say soul, hey soul, hey higher self, connect me with whomever you're interviewing with, whomever you're meeting with, with so-and-so's soul, with their soul, their higher self, for the most optimal outcomes, for dynamic, harmonious, inspired conversations. Open new doors, connect our souls for the greatest, uh, the most optimal outcomes, the greatest good, the highest path forward. Show me I'm open, I'm willing, I'm ready. And you don't have to articulate any of that perfectly. I always say that, but say, hey, connect my soul with their soul. I, I used to do this. I do it sometimes now. But years ago, I started when I was working and I was in, in the healthcare industry. This is when I practiced and played with this. I would literally at night, if I knew I had a, an important business meeting the next day or, you know, was working on you know, building new clients or relationships or whatever it was, I would literally say when I went to bed the night before, hey, soul, connect me with so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so's higher selves. So our meeting is productive. Our meeting is lucrative. Our interactions are geared towards our highest end, our highest evolutionary aim. That may sound big, broad, deep, wide, expansive. It was intended to be because I was unlimited my think- unlimiting my thinking. I wasn't saying, hey, connect me with so-and-so's soul so we can secure this deal, secure this client. That is linear. Like, and, it, and also to me, it felt like I was imposing on their spirit or I was being very specific in what I wanted, which manifestation is around being specific, But I also felt like I was just saying, hey, just connect our souls. So whatever outcome materializes in the meeting, in the interaction, make it for the highest light. So that meant, and here's the flip side of that, and this is what I learned to trust. That meant that when I said that and I had an interaction and the deal fell through or the meeting was a little disjointed or things did not work out abundantly or fluidly or easily or joyfully, that I was supposed to say, ah, all right, this wasn't a waste of my time. It wasn't supposed to work out. It's kind of like forgetting your car keys, spilling your coffee on yourself, and maybe avoiding a wreck. You know, you don't know that you avoided a wreck or a, a difficult scenario, but maybe something bigger is out there orchestrating things when things don't work out. So shifting your, not only your, perspective around this, but shifting to, I'm going to go do this. I'm excited about this connection in this interview. Whatever comes from it is meant to be, and I'm building momentum because new doors are opening, new relationships. Money is flowing to and through me. And that that energetic currency of money, which we, I believe me, I get stuck in all the time. I want you to also – I remember hearing this from Marie Forleo, so this is not mine, but I do it, and I <laughs> – I use it. I arrange the money in my wallet sequentially and I organize it. So when I get cash back, whether I'm at the grocery store or wherever I am, I've got my 20s, 10s, 5s, 1s, and they're all upright. And I can, st- I, there can be five people behind me and I don't, you know, and I can feel like, oh, I'm in a rush. I'm trying to arrange this. No, I will make sure my money is arranged. And there's this element of respecting my money, my cash, my cash flow, it being organized, it feeling, like I'm taking care of it, like there's a pride in it. 
So it's not so much about balancing my budget. I can do that too. But I, it's like organize your money in your wallet. You know, be thankful that you have a couple of 20s and a five, you know, and they're organized and they're sequential and they're right there. Organize your money in your wallet and start to say, oh, money flows to and through me. Money feels like it is coming to me in an organized, stable way. I trust, I believe. I'm okay. I'm more than okay. I'm abundant. I am rich. And and the other thing is too, what do you love to do? I know that you're an avid, like that you read and you write. So communication is your thing. But when do you feel, and especially because you've been in some challenging times, like really challenging times that are discouraging. I get it. We're getting you out of that because you, you're too freaking bright not to shine and just, and to revitalize it. When do you feel happy at ease or safe? You know, I started taking up rowing and it's with a bunch of breast cancer surviving women. And when I'm out on that water rowing, I feel the strongest I have ever felt. I see the water, I see the trees and I see life. And I feel as much as I screw up rowing because it's it's the hardest thing. I've rowing ever is done. hard. I, it's really I do hard. screw up and I'm not the only one on the boat. There are eight women yeah. rowing at the same time and it's stinking hard. But I'm going to tell you, I feel so strong and I come home and every muscle in my body aches afterwards. And it feels and good. I, it's the good kind of ache, right? And you're doing this. I love that you're doing this with a group of women with breast cancer who yes. have your people, your tribe. And that's why. And like and first of all, you feel, you know, you're learning to create a synchronicity. You're in sync when you're rowing. And that's the thing with I know with rowing, I, I have rowed like once before with a crew, but I've only rode on the row machine, <laughs> machine, but you have to be in tandem with them. That's why you have what the coxswain, you know, at yes. the front of the boat, calling the calls, row, row. So you're having to pay attention, but you're also working to be in sync. And it's not just the paying attention or the doing, it's also the rhythm, row, row, you know, think about the rhythm that you're creating. But anyway, when you're rowing, when you're out with those women and you're just in your body, in your focus, with your team, with your crew, when you notice you're in sync, and I'm not saying this to throw you off, you're in sync. <laughs> but when you're in sync, when you're in tandem, I want you to notice you're in sync, you're in tandem. Literally, you almost disassociate. You, It's like looking down at yourself from above and you just feel it, know it, and you say, oh, I'm in sync. You know, love flows to and through me. Money flows to and through me. Safety flows to and through me. You know, I am rowing, you know, inspiration flows to and through me. Use that rhythmic rowing in tandem with other people's energy who are in a, a community, a community of people that you relate to because you all have been through the same experience. There's so much power in your rowing literally, but there's empowerment and to row the inspiration and then go back to rowing. You don't have to do it the whole time you're rowing, but it's like, yes, this feels good. You know, I am in sync. Life is in sync. Life is in tandem. I'm building momentum. I am happy, joyous, and free. Oh, everything is happening uh, abundantly and fluidly. Oh, yes, I feel empowered. And then when you are home and you're out of breath and you're tired and your body is sore and you, it's kind of like, oh, this is so intense, but it's that good intense. Just right. smile and be like, yes, that felt productive. I am productive. I'm useful. I'm valuable. I am healthy. I'm well. And then fix your cup of coffee or your sandwich or whatever you're doing. 
But that's where all of us, these are tools and techniques. I, I do this stuff a lot, and it's all about being very present and aware to the experiences we already have. It's the, it's not just acting as if. It's it's about expanding or magnifying the experiences we already have available to us to say, I extend this to all aspects of my life, this feeling of empowerment, this feeling of synchronicity, this feeling of flow in all aspects. I am worthy of, I am opening myself up to receiving, experiencing, and sustaining this in all areas of my life. And for you right now, it's the professional piece. Yes. The person I spoke to who, you know, sort of got the ball rolling, rolling for this interview on Monday is was the, the very head person. And I know how busy he is. And then a week later, I accidentally at a coffee shop bumped into someone who works for him. Now, these people don't know me. OK. And I told her what had just happened. And she said, give me your name and phone number. I'm going to have someone contact you. And she's the one who had them follow up. And it's because of bumping into another person that that happened. And then last week I bumped into and didn't get a chance to talk to a third person who also works for him. So I see this coming down and I can't help but feel like maybe this will work out this time. Okay. Maybe this really yes. will. And guess what? Instead of, look, I'm just going to re, because you're a linguist, you're a communicator. So let's just yes. rewire the language. Instead of saying, I can't help but feeling like maybe this. So just, I'm so excited to have the feeling that this is all synchronized. So get rid of the can't help but and the maybe. Use your definitives, you know, Use those because that stuff matters. Semantics matter right now for you. They matter for all of us, but for you right now in particular, the semantics, the words, you know, instead of I can't help but feeling maybe this is going to work out. It, it, and I know exactly what you meant because you didn't mean it in a negative way. And oh. But it's like, no, I want you to pay attention to your words. I am enjoying feeling all of this encouragement. Thank you, God. Thank you, soul. Thank you, universe. Oh, I needed these things and I deserve them and I want more. And then this is the other thing. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. 
This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. So, you know, when you go to the coffee shop and somebody's just nice, person that checks you out is just nice you know how's your day oh it's good oh mine's pretty good oh like you just have a pleasant interaction with somebody out in the world and it feels good because you're like oh people are nice oh that felt good oh somebody acknowledged me you know or we had a, a dynamic and I didn't have to take it home with me or think about there wasn't a string attached to it next time you were in a situation or a scenario where somebody is just nice or it's pleasant notice that too and say, ooh, I want more pleasantry. I want more synergistic dynamics. I'm worthy of this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, soul. Thank you, God. Thank you for the divine orchestration of things, even when I don't know what's exactly coming down. And the other thing they're saying to me that's most important for you, and this this has come up recently for myself, but in quite a few readings, this element of hopefulness and how we can feel hopeful, but the underlying unconscious feeling behind the hopefulness is this fear of loss. Oh my gosh, wow. if I get excited, if I get hopeful about this, what if it's taken away? So we don't fully lean into the hopefulness. And for me, and for what I see a lot of times, hopefulness, gosh, it's magical. Hope is an incredible, it's a game changer, but it's like, I've got to feel the hope and eliminate the underlying fear. And even if it's feeling the hope for three seconds, 10 seconds, 20 seconds, that is so much more powerful than engaging with the dialogue of hope and behind it saying, yeah, but let me not get too excited. Maybe this is going to work out because that's where we start to backtrack. And this is forward momentum. This is a year of you re-individuating yourself, finding your voice, making these connections. And with this connection on Monday, first of all, you have to follow up and let me know how it goes because I feel like there is going to be opportunity. Some things will click. New doors will open. And I feel like come September, 
things are aligned and there's money coming in and ideas are happening, but I, I still want you to research as this is going on. And even when, even if, because when, it's really when they click, because doors are opening through this job and some opportunities, I still want you to put your feelers out for what we were talking about in healthcare, donor relations, telling stories, the journalism around that and how it can give back or add value or tell stories, make things meaningful, share people's experiences, because that's inspirational and that's part of your voice and your gift. You have been 100% accurate and I know exactly who to reach out to. <laughs> and this is just a door opening on Monday. I'm so uh, happy. Like, I'm so, I want to hug you. I want to hug you. And I know I'm full of goosebumps because that means my own soul yeah. is, is perked up and awake yes. here. And I know exactly what you're telling me to do. It's it's so clear in my mind. And you will be astonished at Monday and what is working behind the scenes for me and how I want to give back and move forward in my life and a whole new world and a whole new experience is out there. And I'm waiting to step through that door. And I've been waiting for a long time and this is the right time. It wasn't right before. I wasn't ready because of being fired, but now I'm ready. And now the yes. door has, is about to be reopened. And now I want to walk through that door and make a difference in a whole new realm. And how that's going to yeah. work out, I don't, don't know. know. I really don't. But it is, and you know it. And that's the hopefulness. That's the deepening of faith and trust. And guess what else will emanate from you greater than it has in a long time is that feeling of appreciation because the last few years have been hard. They've been discouraging. They've literally, you know, been a fight, you know, as far as your cancer and your journey and your career, all of that, you know, and it's like, wow, none of that is in vain. Wow. This is giving me greater gratitude, greater appreciation. You know, like I am grateful. And then it expands your life. And you you are worthy of that. I love working with crystals, and this came through before we got on our call. There's a stone called Goldstone, and it's a man-made stone. It, it's a stone that has copper flecks infused in it, and it's literally like a bronzy color with gold flecks. So it totally, it's like, it's like sparkly. But I love Goldstone because Goldstone generates empowerment. It generates momentum. It helps us to move from the inside out. So I want you to get some gold stone. <laughs> I'm going to be working with this in that group that you keep referring gold to. Goldstone? Yeah. In a couple of weeks. It's like two weeks, literally. What? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Okay. That's how in sync we are. I love I'm it. just amazed. I need to take a deep breath because it is so strong for me. I think you are going to be amazed at everything that's coming up in my world. I really do because I'm smiling I, because you are already, you, I mean, you're such a quick learner. I need to reflect that back to you. I know you know it, but let's just talk about how you have applied it. You've already changed your, like I can see you, hear you changing your language around the words you're saying to me because that's how conscious you are. That's how powerful your communication style is. You're like, you are going to be amazed at what's happening for me. I'm like, yes, girl. 
Like that's that's the kind of language. And does it mean that we live in that and feel that and talk that way to ourselves and to the world all the time? No. But when you do get exhausted or down or fearful or frustrated, that's when you say, okay, it's okay to feel this. Let me breathe it. Let me feel it. And then let me redirect my thinking to something that does feel safer, feel more comfortable, feel more expansive, feel healthier for me to focus my attention and my intention on. So never, you know, we don't want to bypass or discount, but just the more clear you get on your voice, the more you call in. I needed that. And it is opening a new door. You are opening a new chapter and it's bright and brilliant. And I know that our dialogue will inspire other people because I've had two or three women that I've connected with recently that have some similar experiences, a little bit different, that just feel that sense of confusion or helplessness or discouragement or despair that says, but how do I get out of this? How do I shift it? And it just takes really small intentional action, one action or interaction or thought deliberately repeated over and over again at a time. And it doesn't have to be exhausted or overwhelming. It just is making the decision that you're ready for something new, ready for change. Making the decision is the hardest part. Like, I'm ready to feel happy again. I'm ready to feel healthy. I'm over this season. And we need these seasons of pain sometimes. We're humans. We we learn better through pain than joy. You know, I flip that around. I'm like, I want to learn through joy because joy breeds joy. That was one of my intentions for 2023. I wanted to be and feel and express more joy in my life, but to be a jubilant person. I can be really intense. And so I've had to prioritize my joy and how I express it, when I express it, when I experience it and harness it. And that's been a lot of work. And that may sound, you know, like a high class problem, but I, I mean, but it's been a really tough year and a half with what I've gone through. And so me saying, I want joy, I want a little bit of peace. Those things are happening, but it's been, I have had to prioritize that on my to-do list of well, what does joy look like? When do I experience it? How do I harness it? How do I feel it? And that's what's coming up for you, but you're doing the work and you're already like willing to do it. Absolutely. And I needed that. I needed to be told, reframe re-say these things in a positive manner. Don't question it, accept it, accept that you've met these people and they're looking out for you and they're pushing these doors open for you and let's get these doors open and walk through these doors. So I needed that. I needed someone to say to me, yeah, you're right there, let's walk through the door and help me with my own internal voice because that's really what's been missing right now. Yes, and you've got it right there. And the wisdom that you just shared, I know is going to support and resonate with other people. And the coolest thing about that, which really is the intention behind being able to do this podcast and and share these dialogues and discussions in this rich space the energy that reverberates out sometimes when we hear a conversation or a dialogue that it was exactly what we needed to hear or trigger something in us into positive potential and healthy action, that reverberates out and can compound higher vibrational energy. So thank you. First of all, I am thrilled to connect. I'm excited for you, but thank you for coming on so open and vulnerable and also 
listening because you were listening and communicating back actively and and not everybody does that it's an exceptional skill you were listening and communicating in real time I mean at a very very advanced level so know that you're you're highly advanced uh, on a soul level but on a mental level freaking use it use well, it I will thank you so so much you you have become a huge part of my heart ah, and um, I will cherish this forever and 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 lean on it and bring it back into my my active thinking all the time because of it Well, thank you. Thank you, Katerina, for coming on. I hope this helped everyone today, gave you some nuggets, some encouragement, and wherever you're experiencing discouragement, uh, setbacks, see how you can hit the reset button, shift your language, the power of your voice, your internal dialogue, and really shift it into what you are craving in your life to manifest, knowing that we can always begin again at any time. And it's the beauty that we have as humans to begin again and to regenerate and revitalize ourselves and shift our identity, evolve our identity. And that's so much of what is happening for Katerina and for many of us out there is revitalizing our identity, evolving our identity. So thank you for coming on and thank you for sharing all of your wisdom. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.